Hello and welcome to the Landmark Theatre's Film Club Podcast. Today we'll be hearing actor Annie Stark discuss her new film, The Wife, with moderator Scott Mance on the film's opening night at the Landmark in Los Angeles. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. What did you think of The Wife? Powerful movie, incredible performances, including from Annie Stark. Please welcome Annie Stark right now. Have a seat, Annie. Hi. Thank you so much for, for staying on a Friday night. <laughs> so, okay, so you're playing the younger version of a character played by Gwen Close. Who's your mother? How does that how does that come about? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, quite a crazy ride. Um, <laughs> um, there's actually been a lot of, of stories about exactly how this happened, and we're still kind of nailing down exactly how this did happen. Um, but no, I, I Rosalie Swinton, who's a wonderful executive producer, uh, who quite frankly was the reason why this film came to be. Um, she was really our huge champion. Um, they were having a really hard time finding the the young Joan. I guess they had gone through like 14 screen tests of different women and. Um, I'm not quite sure how, but my, my name is thrown in the hat, and I guess, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> now, is that, I mean, like, to, to be able to do that, to be able to play, like, your younger version, you know, for, for an actress to play or an actor to play, like, their, their younger version or their father, I mean, like, it's such a rare thing to do, but yeah. it's also presents challenges, and also maybe there's a, there's a shorthand now because you know... <laughs> <laughs> the person you're playing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was on. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. I, to be quite frank, I almost said no a few times. Uh, ju just on the, you know, on its surface, it just seemed kind of so, you know, just hadn't really crossed my mind to do such a thing. But um, I, I read the book, which I loved. I read the script, which I loved even more. Um, I've been a huge fan of Jane Anderson for so long, who's so brilliant. Yeah, yay! <laughs> um, and she, you know, so brilliantly adapted uh, uh, the script from the book, which is extremely hard to do, as you all know. And um, I had the privilege of, of hanging out with Bjorn Rungi for a while. We had a, an, an epic, like, five-hour lunch <laughs> together. <laughs> After a, f a few very uh, very hard screen tests, and um, and you know honestly after that, I I had a long think to myself, and I was like, you'd be an absolute idiot not to do this. So I'm really happy I wasn't stupid on that day. You know. <laughs> now, how long ha did it take for this movie to even get to this point where it was being made, and what sort of held it up? It took a long time. Um, the script is actually written 14 years ago, right? <laughs> um, day the dream Hollywood. continues, you know. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was it was written 14 years ago, um, and the book was published. I'm probably going to get this wrong, but it wasn't. It, I feel like the book was published. I think 16 years ago, and then Jane, um, you know, immediately saw the brilliance in it and. Uh, put it into script form. 
But yeah, it was, um, they tried to get it done about 14 years ago and uh, you know, it just, it wasn't a movie anybody wanted to do. Um, and like so many small movies that we love, it took, you know, it almost didn't get funding so many times. Um, but uh, yeah, and it was Rosalie um, who really was the, the absolute champion for this. So without her, we wouldn't be here. So wherever she is, thank you, Rosalie. <laughs> so you're not at no point during the film, obviously, do your characters overlap. So which scenes were filmed first, yours or your mother's? Uh, we actually shot the movie in sequence. Um, it was me and Harry, uh, Harry Lloyd, who was so brilliant, uh, for the first two weeks. Um, but we actually rehearsed, uh, the whole cast rehearsed for a full week before we started shooting. Everybody else left and, you know, uh, cleared the set. And it was just me and Harry for the first two weeks. So, yeah, after it was, you know, just us. And then literally the day after we wrapped, everybody else showed up. So we missed the party. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now did you did you and your mother like like pop in on each other's sets so you could watch each other work or ha or how did that work? No, um, no, she wasn't even in the country when I was working. Um, it, we shot in in Glasgow, Scotland, of all places, which was awesome, by the way. <laughs> Randomly, ever find yourself in Glasgow? I hope you enjoy yourself. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So no, uh, we never overlapped, and uh, for some reason she herself in you know self-exile I don't know why but anyway yeah <laughs> what, what kind of conversations did you have just to like make sure that you would each have like the manners and the stand you know the subtle like ticks of the character so yeah 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 this is the older version and this is the younger yeah uh, gosh um, well as I said you know we with all wonderful little movies they almost don't get made um, so we, you know, we were attached to it for quite a long time. So we had the luxury of time to, uh, it was many hours sat around a table discussing every single little detail uh, of what makes Joan Castleman Joan. So um, no, it would have been quite impossible, I think, to do this character justice without, um, you know, absolutely laying out the mission in front of you. What were the what were the great things about working with Bjorn uh, Bjorn Mungi, the director, mm. that really put you at ease so you could sort of maybe shake some of the nerves of it? He's kind of a genius, honestly. Um, I, I say that over and over again because I mean it. Uh, he's an incredible. He's an artist. He's this is his first English speaking uh, film. He's uh, he's from Sweden, and his background is in theater. Um, so he has kind of this natural ability to connect with actors, um, given his background. But he also had a really amazing uh, relationship with Ulf Brontis, who is the uh, director of photography, who's, again, a, a maestro of the set. And um, what they did, which was so unique and wonderful, and I feel like a lot of other directors should do this in the future, is uh, they always had two cameras going simultaneously. Um, you know, instead of the typical A camera and B camera, um, it was A and B, but they were treated very, you know, equally. And um, during the scene, you know, there were two cameras that were getting all of the all of the angles, so you didn't have to stop and then, you know, fix the other angle to get other people's, uh, you know, uh, space in it. But so it, at the same time, having two cameras, um, it just gave you an unbelievable ability to to be free and to find uh, the really kind of wonderful organic moments of the performance. So 
it was it was brilliant being on his set. Um, I don't know. It was just so beautifully done. So what's when you get to a point where you see the movie for the first time? When was that, and what was your reaction watching the complete film because of the jumping back and forth? Um, the first time I saw it was actually at the Toronto Film Festival. And that was. That was last year. Last September, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it was it was a trip to see that, especially in that setting. It, I was so happy to to see it like that. Um, it was incredible. I mean, you know, I feel like a lot of people, or they should say this about their own projects, but <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we really, I don't know, when we were on set and also in post production, I don't know. We just we had a feeling uh, that we were creating something really special. I don't know, this, this question might be obvious, but when did, you, when did you first decide that you wanted to be an actress? What oh, was it? Did you have like an epiphany? Yeah, I wish I had an epiphany. No, I, I didn't. It's just, just kind of something that's so, just came naturally <laughs> to me. It's just everything I could be in the world and I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And when, when, you, when you made that decision and you told your folks like, hey, I'm doing this. Yeah. Were they like equally like, yeah, awesome? Or <laughs> how did that go down? No, it didn't come as any surprise whatsoever. My poor dad uh, was was a little hesitant on <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, his, you know. Uh, but no, he's he's come around. Bless him. <laughs> Were there performances that that you like just watched growing up, or or you know, over the years that that inspired you? movies that inspired you or, or actors or directors that inspired you? Oh, yeah. Um, my gosh. What a question. Uh, uh, so much. Um, a little I, loaded. Yeah, that's a loaded question. Um, I, I love the director, Denis Villeneuve, um, yes. right? Yes. He's awesome. Um, I love Greta Gerwig. Yay. Um, gosh, that's a huge question. I should have done a little more no, research okay. into that. Yeah, push on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> well, I mean, like when you work around, I mean, did you like go around to the the movie sets that your your folks were working on, or were you just no, you're just going to just have a normal upbringing and stay grounded? Yeah, I I hate to disappoint. I actually had a very normal childhood. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, only when school allowed was I allowed to. To hang out, but no, there. Um, gosh, there are a few sets I do remember. I, of course, I love the Dalmatian set. That was that's an easy one. Who wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> just get covered in puppies, you know? Uh, yeah, that was that was one that. that was one. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> In terms of other, uh, you know, moving forward with your with your act, your career, uh, like directors that you, other than Denis Villeneuve, who is a great choice, uh, but other actors and, and actresses you, you really like to oh work God, with Oh, God, Jennifer well. Lawrence is my number one uh, ultimate girl crush on Jennifer Lawrence, for <laughs> sure. Uh, again, Greta Gerwig um, uh, and Saoirse Ronan. A lot of women, I would say, are on the top of my, of my list. Um, yeah, I think Saoirse is, is an incredible force. I would love to work with her. I let me open up to the audience. I, I, wait, hang on. Let's <laughs> see. This is the beauty of getting a question <laughs> in the front row. It's really a comment. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I just wanted to tell you, you were excellent in this, oh, and you. I really think it's going to open more doors, like more acting opportunities for you. Thank you. 
Thank you. That's not, not a question. Tell a, everybody. A nice else, statement. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, right over here, sir. Was this the first project <coughs> you and your mom were both professionally involved in? Yeah. Um, I, I hesitate because she, she did an incredible movie called Albert Knobs. I had a quick cameo in that, but like a lot of our family friends did. It was it was a movie she tried to do. She it took her twenty five years to get that off the ground. So of course she invited, you know, all family <laughs> like a few family members were in that. <laughs> so yes, it, it, to answer your question, yes. I don't really I don't really count that little cameo. But yeah, no, it was it was wonderful to do that. Right over here. How true to life is the story? That's the question. I mean, it kind of makes you wonder how, how often in history this has happened. Um, I wish I knew the answer to that, you know. Um, uh, but <coughs> in a really true sense, this character um, is a real homage to both of my grandmothers, actually. Um, both my mom's mom and, and my dad's mother were incredible young women that married very young uh, that were just vastly intelligent and had incredible potential but and they never you know if they were here they would say they were very happy with their choice so I don't want to you know I don't want to um, say anything against that but um, my dad's mom was actually a chemist in the 1940s which is pretty unheard of and she when she got pregnant they basically were like have a nice life <laughs> goodbye and, um, and, you know, there were always these kind of secret conversations of, of what could have been. So in a real sense, this is an homage to them. Last question, right there, yes. How long did it take for the whole film to be shot? The whole film. Hold on. Um, we started in, it was Halloween actually that we started, was the first day I started shooting and we ended I believe it was two and a half months, if I'm saying that correctly. Yeah, I we s I think we ended right around Christmas time. Did you see cuts of the film? No, or no. You saw the final one. No, Bjorn is very tricky about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't share any information. <laughs> uh, other questions? I just thought I saw. No. Uh, yes, right here. Wait, hang on. Not an important question. I was wondering if the Concorde is CGI. <laughs> no, that was well. The flying is yes, but that was in the interior was a real Concorde. Yeah. What is the best piece of advice about the business you ever got that stayed with you? And what was the worst? Um, gosh, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the best advice is is. To, to work hard and believe what you do and give everything that you have to the character you have the privilege of becoming. And um, I think work ethic is something that's very important in this world, not just in this profession, but in this world. And uh, I think if you have the passion and the drive to do what you love, only good things could come about it. Do you have like a dream role? <laughs> That's good advice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do you have like a dream role, something you really would love to do? I want to lead an army. I don't know. Right? <laughs> Maybe something on horseback. A little Play a superhero. I'll say, yeah. 
something radical. But at the same time, I would love to do comedy. So, <laughs> big spectrum. Um, yeah. The, the the big question: What is your favorite movie starring Glenn Close? <laughs> Albert Nobbs. There you go. Good, good choice. I. Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, so the wife is in theaters now, and there's a lot of movies out there. It's, you know, the end of the summer. It's a film that really gets gets around by word of mouth. And how do you do word of mouth these days? Social media. So, wait, just held up your phone. So make sure you go on Twitter, go on Facebook, go on Instagram. I don't know if you're still using MySpace back there. <laughs> See, got a better way. Uh, make sure you do spread the word about the wife. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming. And thank you, Annie Stark. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theaters Film Club podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to hear Q&As with talent from new independent films opening at the Landmark. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of these Q&As and more exclusive content. See you next time.